Hey everybody, it's your girl Queenie. What's up? Thank you for joining me for another podcast. Um, we are making a few changes around here, first of all. So I want to tell you that now at the beginning of this episode, we're making some changes. I have a few new things that are coming up. And I actually, <laughs> you're the first ones to hear this. I actually have a new podcast that is about to drop. So enjoy Bar Talks for now because Bar Talks may be going away. Um, however, I'm hoping to take you with me. And in time, I'll be able to tell you all about the new podcast that we're rolling out. Um, we, we are rebranding. We are doing a few new things here. Um, I think during this whole pandemic, we've been able to create and recreate and recreate and then explore and re-explore. <laughs> and now it seems that we are um, finally satisfied with the new product. And so I wanna personally just say thank you guys for holding us down, for staying with us. Um, we have not grown the way we wanted to, of course, but we are still uh, moving towards the goals of making it to Amazon, um, to get our 1,000 downloads. Um, you know, you um, YouTubing and podcasting is challenging. And if you're a person like me who is involved in a lot of things, then, you know, it's it can be a little bit um, daunting and overwhelming. But I have a great team um, and my team is continuing to grow. And I have fresh eyes out there. And I'm a very ambitious person, and so I've been blessed to have some new movers and shakers kind of come into my circle, and we're changing the way we're going to be podcasting and our theme, and oh yeah, it's a lot of things going on. So um, I don't want to lose any of you. I want to bring you all with us, um, and I hope that you're still following us on YouTube, where we have just kind of landed and began to uh, build. But again, because Bartox is going to be changing, that will be changing as well. So you're hearing it here first. And if you're on my email list, you'll be getting information, um, like all the detailed information officially. And if you're not on my email list, then I need you to drop me an email at Bartox. Um, hmm, let's see, Bartox 2.0. No, bartalks.2.0 at gmail.com. So yeah, drop me a, an, an email at my bartalks.2.0 at gmail.com. Listen, it's hard to remember all this stuff. So I know y'all out there laughing at me, but listen, I'm real. I didn't want to edit that out. I want you to know this is exactly how it, how it goes. So um, anyway, the reason why you're here is because today is our Wellness Wednesday, and we have our amazing Happy Vegan coach, Miss Yolanda Smith. I'm super, super excited about talking with her. Um, if you don't know who Yolanda Smith is, you gotta go on Facebook, and you must connect with her, Happy Vegan Coach. Um, don't worry, be healthy as her uh, is is kind of her phrase that she goes that she's oftentimes saying. Um, she's a health con she offers health consultant services, meal planning and prep one-on-one -on -one and group services. Um, she aids people in helping them uh, with weight loss and um, managing your diabetes, if not reversing it, cancer and other disease release. That is kind of her 
focus. That's where she is. That's what she does. And she's very, very good at it. So please join in today and hopefully you'll hear some things that will enlighten you. This is part one. So make sure you mark your calendars for next week because we'll be dropping her part two on September the 30th, but this is part one. So make sure that you don't miss the end of our interview. It was super cool. I really enjoyed it. She is so down to earth, guys. She is, she is like love and light. I mean, true love and light. Um, you'll be able to catch the, the actual YouTube video, um, I don't know, maybe in a week or so. But I enjoy when you guys actually tune in to our podcast. I need a thousand downloads. I need your help. That's the only way I'm going to get on Amazon. So uh, help a sister out. Come on, come on, come on. Um, I would like to do this before we actually change over. And if not, then hey, change is good too, right? All right. That's it, guys. Um, Tune in, enjoy, and I look forward to seeing you uh, in part two. Bye. Good day, everyone, and welcome to our Wellness Wednesday. It's your girl, Queenie, host of our Talkster Podcast. And today's episode is for my vegan girl with Curves brand. And my special guest for today is none other than Sister Yolande Smith, the happy vegan coach. Let's welcome Yolande to the platform. Welcome, 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 Yolande. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you. You're welcome, Queenie. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so happy that you um, agreed to stop by and talk to Bar Talks, the podcast, and family. Um, how are you doing today? I'm always doing great and try to make it greater. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. So we're going to dive right in. Um, as I was sharing with you earlier, I love to have an opportunity to talk with wellness coaches, um, those that are in the medical field or in health or holistic, you know, field that eat well or physically fit, whatever your thing is, I love to bring you to the podcast so we can share that information out with the listeners. So you are a happy vegan coach. Tell us what that means. Well, uh, there's a book that I read a few years ago called Good Food, Good Mode. And I was wondering what it was. I said, why would food make people into having good moon? So I read the book and I realized that there is a a great connection between uh, the food that you eat in your gut and your brain because Mm -hmm. the lining of your gut is similar to your brain. So whenever your gut is depressed, your brain becomes depressed. Wow. So, and also there's a connection, a constant connection that's going on between your brain and your gut mm-hmm. that will create harmony and balance into your well-being and happiness. And I experienced that. Mm-hmm. Like there's a term the American will use uh, when I first came in this country in 1975, like, like you're full of S. Uh-huh. And I didn't, I thought it was just a word, but there's meaning behind it. It's yeah. like whenever your body's loaded yeah. with fecal material, mm-hmm. you irritate it. Mm. You're comfortable. You're not at ease. And this is why we call disease, disease. Mm-hmm. You're not at, it's the contrary of being at ease. At ease, yeah. Okay, so, um, and then I started eating healthier. I started going to the bathroom more. I was always constipated. And I, I, and I, after that, I read a book called um, 
Fit for Life by Olvi Diamond. That was about 30 something years ago. Wow. And I realized that if whatever is wrong with you, if you go on a diet of fruits and vegetables, and you will recreate balance again. Mm -hmm. And wherever there's balance, there's happiness. Yeah. And, um, and there's always love. Uh, your aura, your energy feel mm -hmm. um, become very good. Mm -hmm. And when I went to California, you know, I met some friends and they all said, you have good energy, you have good energy, <laughs> to be around you. I didn't know what it means until I realized that the better you eat, is more your energy field is, yeah. is get wider and wider yeah. and wider. And, and, you, and uh, three months ago, I went to California. I was helping a Vietnamese friend who was dying. And her friends came over. And they have that pendulum. They yeah. always, and they had me wearing the pend holding the pendulum. And the pendulum was going crazy. Like, <laughs> they said, you went to the highest. So that, that's the answer uh, to the question. Yeah. Because I always try to have a smile on my face regardless of the problem, whatever I'm going through. I, because whenever you wear that smile, you're happy. And um, everything inside of you smile, even mm -hmm. your cells. Your cells are listening all the time to the way you feel. And I, even if I have to be sad, I force myself at mm -hmm. being not being sad and think about something that I'm going to be doing in the future that's going to make me excited. So th that can change the whole yeah. atmosphere in my body. Yeah. So yeah. that's oh, why I, I love that. the name, my be vegan coach. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now you got, you came here in 1975. That was the year I was born. It's a good Ooh. year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good year. It's a good year. Um, so where are you originally from? If you were um, not, I can hear the accent, which is beautiful. I'm from Haiti. I came here when I was uh, 19 and um, I didn't know anything about, I was like the most ignorant person, mm -hmm. not having a father or not having, having a mother who loved me, but she didn't have any education. And mm -hmm. we it was seven of us and, you know, I didn't know anything. Yeah. I just, you know, I have to wake up and, and eat and you have to go to work and wash dishes and, mm -hmm. you know, nothing else about life. I mm -hmm. started learning about life when I was in my early 30s. Wow. About, um, how to love or not to be jealous or to be gentle to people or to, oh. to have a conscience. I, I didn't know anything. Oh so the moment the door was open and... But one thing that I had was extreme curiosity. Mm -hmm. I was extremely curious. And that led me to who I am today because the first person who broke the ice for me was a friend uh, who said, you need more fiber. You need to eat more fiber. And because you, you constipated, you know, I said, really? So I went to the health food store and I got that book and, um, and, that was that um, good food, good mood that led to Fit for Life and Gary Noll. And I started listening to uh, a radio called WBAI in New York. It, was, it's, it is a community radio. Mm -hmm. And that was a very powerful community radio, no commercial. And they had all the good holistic doctors and everything, everything you know that can uh, give you a balance, uh, you know, 
life. So mm -hmm. I, I listen to it and I learn about the environment, uh, everything, yoga, veganism, you know, everything, activism. So every politics that was going on in the world, in the Middle East, in, you know, in Europe, I was listening to everything mm -hmm. with passion. Mm -hmm. And since that moment, I, I really barely watch a movie. Yeah. I hear people say, did you see this movie? No. <laughs> I was busy <laughs> learning other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so, something, so this must have just spoke to your spirit. Like when you started understanding um, how to body work spiritually, you know, your connections, the food and all these other things, it just obviously woke up something in you that seems more natural, like a, a more natural lifestyle, right? Well, I, I always been uh, a tropical girl. Yeah. When I grew up in Haiti, uh, we, we grew up on mangoes, avocados, and I used to go under the trees and pick up mango. And I was always at, have that connection in me, culturally. Mm -hmm. And um, we eat sweet potato for dinner, just sweet potato, a big plate of sweet potato, cornmeal. So I already had that in me. So now I will do anything at that time to have a piece of meat or mm -hmm. pork or cheese. Cheese was like, you have to be rich in Haiti. Oh, uh, to wow. have cheese, you know, we couldn't afford any of this. So you, when I came to the United States, I was eating all these things, you know, <laughs> white castle. I would have like 10 white castle, you know, <laughs> you name it. Until I came up, I didn't know they were no good. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh -huh. That's why I don't understand. When I try to educate people, they are, their mind is closed. It's like, I don't, I don't understand. The minute somebody told me, this is not good what you're doing. I said, really? But why? Yeah. We, do, we are in the society. We don't know how to ask questions. Yeah. When yeah. somebody tells us something, we just dismiss it. We don't say, why? Where did you get that information? Because right. I'm the type of person, even when I'm, I'm very curious, somebody give me an information, I'm not naive to quickly say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go behind the story and, mm -hmm. and investigate where you get it from. And yeah. who is that? Who is funding that person who, who came out with that information? Who do oh, they that's get? That's a good question. You understand? Like the yeah. medical industry get the funding, 75% of it from the pharmaceutical industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, medical school, I'm sorry. They get the funding mm -hmm. from 75% of the board member in the medical school. Yeah. It's more than 200 years. So when I did that research, I said, wow, so I should not trust doctors. Mm -hmm. So when they come out, they were trained by the pharmaceutical industry. Ah, why would I trust this person? So mm -hmm. now... When that doctor gives me that drug, I go and read. Usually when you get the drug from, from the drugstore, you, when there's behind it, you have to read out the information. Mm -hmm. They tell you all the side effect. Mm -hmm. So you realize you're taking one drug that's going to create cis other destruction in yeah. your body. Okay? Yeah. I think years ago, my husband was born with something in his heart and he went and and he had palpitation and he went into the emergency room and they gave him a drug. And when he went to buy the drug, he, he's reading that the drug is creating heart attack. Goodness. That's the same heart attack he didn't want 
they gave him the drug for is the same yeah. side effect, one of the side effects. Mm -hmm. So this is the society we live. If we are not aware of everything, it's like you turn your back on traffic. Mm -hmm. And when you turn your back on traffic, you're going to get hit by a car. Wow. So wow. this is the mentality that we must have. A mentality, we must face the traffic mm -hmm. and see what's coming at us. See what's coming at us. Be vigilant. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, I have interviewed, I don't know if you've uh, had a chance to look, but it's not on YouTube. I interviewed Dr. Um, Negron. I have one of her books. I'd love to send you one. Uh, and Dr. Uh, Baxter, both physicians um, are into lifestyle medicines and um, they treat with food versus the opposite. Uh, yeah, I'm very proud of Dr. Baxter and uh, I'm not familiar with Dr. Negron, but Dr. Baxter and Dr. Milton Mills. Yeah. Especially we have them in our community. We don't yeah. have too many of these great doctors. Right, right, right. Yeah, so Dr. Negron, they all work, you know, they're kind of working all together. Same mission, one mission, which is starting to treat people with food um, kind of holistically versus just saying, here, let me give you a, a medical, a medicine prescription and take these pills. They're, they're against doing that. And um, so I had a chance to interview them and uh, I learned a lot. It was a wonderful interview. And they're speaking about food being your medicine, you know, for real. <laughs> so uh, it's quite interesting. And I do wish more of us would would hear them out and listen to them and this type of teaching. And um, as Dr. Negron said, just getting back to our roots, just, just get back to your roots, like find out what that is and start doing that. Um, but um, so I have another question for you. So I know you spoke about California. And so where are you located now? I am in Atlanta. Nice. Okay. You're in Atlanta. One of my favorite restaurants is down there. Um, I think it's, I'm going to pronounce it probably incorrectly. Uh, Tassili's. Tassili. Yeah, that's where we had, we were all weekend doing the uh, Mystic Fair. Oh my God. I love it. She was the uh restaurant in green dancing yes 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 oh my god i do classes there upstairs. do you really i love that place i love that anytime i'm just going through atlanta because if i have to fly in i'll try to get a layover and then i'll go get food <laughs> and then well, I'll i'm going to have a juice um bar i'm going to sell green juices because mm -hmm. that's something i think we are lacked of in yeah. uh in western there's all kind of vegan food but they don't have green juice Okay, yeah. And you know, they have smoothies and yeah. they have other people who do smoothies and there's agave, there's, they put all kind of stuff. Yeah. Smoothie, that's not really health, you know. No, 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 I get it. Yeah, because I do see a lot of um, soul food, vegan places and, you know, I think it's a great start, but <laughs> some of the foods are just extremely heavy, which to me... They're, they're saturated with a lot of oils and things like that. And so I tend to stay away from those restaurants regularly. Uh, but I will pick, you know, like that particular restaurant, I'll pick like um, one of their raw food wraps that I just love. You know, um, it tends yeah. to last me for a while. I will, be like so a, um, I'm like, I will be at Healthy Essence. It's another vegan restaurant. Uh -huh. Yeah, they do. They do kind of healthy uh, dishes. Yeah. And I will be in the parking lot. Nice. And, uh, doing the juice. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So I guess when I come down to Atlanta, because I'm in the DC area, so the DMV, I'm up here. But when I do come to Atlanta to visit, I will have to look you up so I can come and get juice. How many days a week will you be out there? I don't know yet uh, because I'm just doing it for fun, not really as a business to make money. Well, you know, there is a, there is a hunger and a thirst for knowledge. And a lot of people will want to know what you're making and taste it. And that line will be wrapped around the door. So I hear you say for fun, but. (laughs) Well, you know, um, uh, there's a lot of changes are happening in my, will happen in my life this year Uh um, in terms of relocation. Okay. So I don't know. I may be in Africa. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm exploring. Nice. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. And um, I have to kind of, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll still be following you. I follow you on, on um, Facebook now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me get to the next question. Um, so someone may be listening and wondering um, what the benefits are of becoming vegan, right? Um, so can you share your thoughts on this? Like some of the benefits and some of your personal experiences um, when you became vegan? Well, when I became vegan, I, um, I used to be, when I was in my 30s, my back used to be curvy and I used to have joint pain, a lot of joint pain. And um, I couldn't do exercise. I couldn't run. I couldn't do anything. And uh, I was constipated. I had pimples all the time. I had to wear makeup. Uh, I, I remember I used to wear a company. I don't know if they still exist called Fashion Fair. Mm-hmm. I used to that makeup on um and my eyes used to be kind of brownish and big uh, dark circle under my eyes and they were all gone after like two weeks of eating clean and also what i did i um i i will suggest anyone who wants to be truly healthy not to go out there and keep on buying products they don't work if there's one thing they can create more inflammation in your body Mm -hmm. you have no control of what's in that bottle okay okay so we all want that quick fix because we don't have the time or knowledge or credible knowledge uh, to make it happen like there's a doctor called michael clapper he is a friend of dr montgomery and dr milton mills they are all from the same team yeah they uh, work in a clinic in california which is the best clinic in the world from cornell university okay at reversing disease they do water fasting okay when i started my journey i found out about them so i went there and i fasted on 11 days on just water wow because whenever you have a car you're doing a tune-up they take the whole oil out to put new oil. So a lot of people make a mistake of just going into the diet without cleaning out the body. Mm-hmm. And cleaning out the body, so I did that. So I start after two weeks when I left the clinic, my eyes was like white, my skin was shiny. I said, oh my God, I have to spread this to everyone. 
And I look at the patient, there was a couple, they were doctors themselves, they were patients there. Linda Evans from a document uh, from a movie they used to have in Hollywood called Dynasty was there. Yeah. And it's affordable. Mm-hmm. And the doctors, they have medical doctors. They, they, they had one doctor graduate from Harvard. So um, when I came back home, I told my husband and he went. And now um, my husband was into politics. He used to have meetings at the house. And the guy came, he had a Haitian radio. He said, would you like to come and speak about health on my radio? That was like uh, 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I started speaking at that radio for five years and a lot of people been to this clinic and everyone recovers. So uh, later on, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Colin T. Campbell. No, I'm not, but I will be. <laughs> yeah, he is, he wrote, he's very, he's the one that changed uh, these doctors also. Okay. Milton Mills. He, did, did you see the documentary Fox Over Knives? I have Fox? seen that. Yes, I've seen that. He's the, he and Dr. Essestine, Dr. Essestine yes. is a surgeon. Yes. So they both did the documentary talking about plant-based. Dr. S- Dr. Uh, Essestine says, hey, wh- why would I open uh, my patient's chest when I can put them on a vegan diet and in two weeks they recovered? Wow. So this is why Samuel Jackson had an interview on YouTube saying, after he read Dr. Essestine's book, he said he became vegan. Yeah, I and, remember that. And Dr. Essestine is the one that, you know, that created that movement yeah. with, the, with the Fox Over Knives documentary. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so there's Dr. Clapper now. Dr. Clapper okay. uh, is a medical doctor who works in the emergency room. He did a documentary with John Warben. John Warben is the son of Baskin Warben ice cream family uh, mm-hmm. empire who became vegan when he was 18. He started writing books about vegan. So him and Dr. Clapper, they did the documentary. And Dr. Clapper, it, was show, it shows that he was working at the emergency room with a um, uh, heart attack patient who came in. He said, what did you have? At that time, he had a black beer. He was young. Mm-hmm. And the patient said, I had a double cheeseburger because the blood was like 80% fat. Oh, my goodness. So now Dr. Clapper went and worked in that, at that clinic, True Not Health in California, the, the, one, the clinic that does for the fasting. Yeah. And he realized that every patient recovers at 100%. Wow. To the point where they took away the medication. Wow. Wow. Three wow. weeks, people go home with no drug. Because these are medical doctors. They, yeah. they, they, they just, they monitor the patient. You just drink water and you let the body do the work. Hmm. I went there, so that's, and I started seeing all the changes. And people start telling me my skin look younger. And I start sprinting. I start running. I start doing things I couldn't do when I was younger. I mean, every morning I go off my street, I go sprint. Do you? Still right now? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. And I go to the gym. I'm seeing young men doing the pull up. I'm doing, the, they can't do it. Uh-huh. And I'm doing it. So, all of these things encouraged me when I started the journey. Little positive change lead to big changes. Mm-hmm. So, in the 1980s, when King Hussein of Jordan died, 
of cancer, lymphatic cancer. And I know lymphatic cancer is the type of disease that can easily be, be healed mm -hmm. because the lymphatic system is the garbage residue that's under your skin. That's where all the garbage, there's too much, when there's too much accumulation, you become toxic. Mm. Toxemia is the number one cause of every disease. Toxemia. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, a, it's when your body gets extremely toxic. Yeah. Body cannot fight anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's what he had and he died. He was a king. He was a billionaire. I said, oh my God, I have all this information. I, I'm not a queen. I'm not a billionaire. But I'm going to have something that's worth more than that. Yeah. The knowledge of how to help somebody survive when they are sick. Wow, wow. Till this day, there's not one day I don't spend hours learning about health. It's mm -hmm. my passion. And one thing I want to tell everyone, you have to have the passion. If you don't have the passion for it, even my kids, they used to tell me, mommy, that's all you talk about, health, health, health. I said, well, if you don't have it, you wouldn't be sitting here. You'd be in bed or in a hospital. Yeah. That is so true. It's very important. Yeah, it is very important. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm sure my listeners um, are listening and they're probably having those aha moments, you know, hearing you like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And hopefully they're researching some of the names and the locations that you're talking about because um, many of us are battling different illnesses. And I believe that many of those illnesses can be reversed by diet and exercise, healthy lifestyle, and so on and so forth. Um, so thank you for sharing that. So my next question is, uh, well, you kind of hit on this a second ago, but what are some of the steps that you would suggest that folks implement if they are interested in becoming vegan or more lifestyle conscious? Well, it's, I feel sorry for anybody who is starting the, the journey these days. I, when I started my journey, we didn't have much genetically modified food. Yeah. But now 92% of our food is genetically modified. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. It is. It so, is. Uh, and the, the danger is there's no sticker. We are one of the country in the world. Mm -hmm. There are about 40 other countries. They have stickers mm -hmm. that tell you the food is modified. But the United States, uh, they had a proposition 37 that, you know, that, Obama was pushing on people, mm -hmm. telling them, you don't need to know. Mm -hmm. So um, we don't have a sticker. Yeah. Um, so when people are buying food, they don't know. We have three choices now. We have organic, we have conventional, and we have GMO. So mm -hmm. what is GMO? We don't know. Right. We know what's organic. So at least we can make the choice with the organic one. Right. right. And organic food are not that expensive, the way people yeah. are. Is. Right, right. Okay. So, um, you know, it's hard for people to make the change because what happened, the food tastes like food. It smells like food. It looks like food, but it's not food. Wow. When that body hit our mouth, it tastes like food. We swallow it. But when the food gets into the stomach, the stomach recognizes yeah. that not food. And what do you think the stomach does? Inflammation. Mm. An inflammation response that's happened. Mm -hmm. What do they do? Inflammation, inflammation. There's an intruder. 
So when we have that inflammation, what we do, of course, we go to the health food store, we get turmeric, we get ginger, we get, it's not solving the problem. We're, we're wasting our money because we have to look at the cause of every problem. Okay. Remember, the body never hurt itself. If you leave your hand right now, you know, you don't do nothing to it, you, you don't hurt it, it's not going to open by itself and bleed. Right. You have to do something to it. The body is always protecting you. The body is always used mechanism to protect you, everyone. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't know what's going on inside of that body. We, ne- we, we're hurting the body because we're we are not sure. We are not being educated to know the function of every organ, what they do, what happens when you eat something that's bad. No. Never in this society, except if we go to naturopath school or if we take private classes on, mm-hmm. on nutrition, on health and nutrition. You know, like with the internet, we have Dr. Milton Mills, like Dr. Negron or, mm-hmm. or Montgomery. Yeah. But otherwise, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Even the doctors, they only get three hours of nutrition Yeah. in medical school. So this is why I respect these doctors so much because yeah. uh, when after they come out of medical school, they, they, they realize there's a problem. But most of them don't. They're still making money. They're getting the percentage from the drug. They're prescribing you. And, and you don't know what's going on behind the curtains. There's exchange of money between these doctors and the drug they're giving you. Mm-hmm. And the drug, you have to take them for the rest of your life. For if the you rest have of your pressure, life, yeah. And you still have the blood pressure will never heal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, but when I, I went to this clinic, it was a huge eye opener for me to look at everyone who came there with disease, life threatening disease, and they recovered after three weeks. Wow. Now, was this, was this, now, is it affordable? I know affordability is relative. Queenie, since I know this cleaning, mm-hmm. they, they are really what doctors should be because mm-hmm. um, they are not getting rich. Mm-hmm. Um, they're charging one price from mm-hmm. that time until now, 169 a day. Oh. And they give you a place to stay and you get doctors coming in your room in the morning and at night, mm-hmm. they take your blood pressure, they do blood tests, mm-hmm. and they do classes, and they have three chefs. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most unbelievable. They have three of my favorite chefs. Yeah. yeah. They teach wow. you when you go home how to prepare your food in a very easy way mm-hmm. and delicious way with no salt, no sugar, no oil. Well, I may need to go out there just to have the experience and to learn more um, and to give my body a little bit of a rest. And you people think, hey, I need to wait. People are like sitting on the chair and, and they're saying, hey, I'm waiting for disease to come. When the disease come, I'll do something. No, no, no. Instead of going, you know, to this island and have fun and which is just a band-aid. Yeah. You know, you're putting over yourself, having pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you look for happiness and pleasure together. Mm-hmm. Because when you go on a cruise, you get a week of, you know, fun, fun, fun. And you're going to gain 50, 15 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and um, 
coming back home with, with the chance that you may have, you know, issues with your okay. health and going to a place that is the same price, mm-hmm. but you come back home with a clean body and knowledge. And knowledge. And eye opener. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the chances of helping someone else. Absolutely. That's priceless. People see you, they will see the change. I, everyone who goes there, everyone see the changes in them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's extreme change yeah. in your skin, in your eyes. And uh, if you stay three weeks, guarantee you would lose 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Okay. So you'll have to share the information with me once we finish our recording. I would love to know more about it. Um, okay. So what do you eat in a typical day? Well, when I wake up, I, I have a glass, a jar of water, mm-hmm. uh, glass with a BPA free next to me, room temperature. I just open my eyes. I take out my eye band. I sleep with a black headband. Yeah. Just to make my brain know that it's night. Mm-hmm. So um, I drink my water. And then the minute I start walking, I feel like going to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> the bathroom. Of course, I brush my teeth after that, after I drink my water, and then mm-hmm. go downstairs, get my shot, get my green or purple juice. Okay. Everything is already washed. It's important. One of the steps, it's important that we do our shopping, come home, don't even have any connection with the fridge. Don't take these bags in the fridge. Mm -hmm. Go straight to your kitchen, but you already have your BPA-free containers that you get at the supermarket Mm -hmm. or Walmart BPA-free, big one, like two 2.5 2.5 gallons mm-hmm. containers, plastic BPF-free. Mm-hmm. And then we wash our stuff. We put them in bed. I have that on my page, I think. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. Your refrigerator is beautiful. And yeah. because of your video and your refrigerator, it has made me do the same thing. So I, I redid my refrigerator. <laughs> and, um, and I read. So I've always brought like my food from... I'm like the local farmer's market. I've always brought it in and, and washed it, given it a bath, right? Give it a bath. And then some of the vegetables and fruits, I'm like, well, what's the best way for me to store them so that they don't just, um, you know, like decay or go bad quickly, right? Because I can't eat them as quick as I would like to. But watching what you do with like lettuce and things like, you know, things like that, it saved me a lot. And I can, I can keep my celery, I can keep my lettuce way longer than I ever was able because I do what you do, how you create these beds for your vegetables. So tell us a little more about that because I love your refrigerator. Yeah, what happened is um, when you come home, the fact that you already have all these containers ready, ready to go, everything is organized. And and you put two buckets, you know, the, the stainless steel I prefer, but if you can af- not afford the big stainless steel bucket, you can buy the one, the white one they have at uh, Walmart. Mm-hmm. And you put your hydrogen peroxide, the 35% grade, dilute in water, they'll give you the instruction if you get it. If you cannot get the 35%, you can get the 12%. They sell them at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you put them in your water and then you wash, but the last rinse, you rinse it with clean water mm-hmm. because you don't want to put that chlorine in the water residue on your vegetable. Mm-hmm. And then after you take the lettuce, you shake it, shake it, shake it, and then you pad it with some, you reserve some towels. They sell them 18 for 
of $5 at Walmart, 18 of these white little towels. Mm -hmm. You tap them, you clean them gently, and then you put paper towel and you put them in the bucket. Each bucket can take three letters. So mm -hmm. um, you wrap them so they can keep the moisture and then you cover it. I have mine here for a month, I I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when I saw you do that, um... I, I didn't know what to expect because, you know, because when you were talking and you were showing us how to do it, you showed a lettuce. Um, I probably missed how long they can keep for. Then I did it. And then I kept checking the lettuce to see if it was browning. And it definitely went on for a long time and did not brown. It stayed crispy. It didn't wilt. It didn't do any of that. And, and that's not normal. It, you know, it's not my normal um, outcome for lettuce. I have to eat it quickly or wind up tossing it out. So that was, so thank you for sharing that because, um, and it has saved me money and time. All right, that was it. We have to cut it there. Yes, you gotta come back. You gotta come back on next week. Um, I know you probably want to hear a little bit more about that lettuce, but um, sorry if you would like though you could run over there to one of the farmers markets or you can go to like one of the local markets grab you some lettuce rinse it really 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 good take it completely off its stalk rinse it good um i think she might have said you can like put a little bit of peroxide in the water i mean you know but you got to rinse it so make sure you rinse it really 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 good um once you rinse it you pat it dry with the paper towels as she said before reserve some paper towels keep them dry it out very 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 good Make your your beds, meaning find a nice, long, flat, plastic, BPA-free bowl and put your lettuce in there, paper towels, layer of lettuce, paper towels, air, put your cap on it, make it airtight, throw it in the fridge. I promise you it will be in there and it will be, you know, pretty green and crisp for weeks to come. <laughs> All right, guys. Look, I'm out. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait for you to finish um, listening to the rest of this amazing um, podcast. This conversation was really, really great. I enjoyed it so much and I gained a wealth of knowledge. So continue to breathe and, and center yourself and, you know, engage in outdoor activities and, and love on yourself. And we're going to get through this together. All right. Wellness means everything. I mean, I'm just giving you a little bit, you know, a little information about food, but wellness is everything mental, you know, physical, emotional, financial, all of that. Do the things that you need to do. Get yourself through these weeks. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Your girl Queenie and I'm out.